0: Here is the Boots and Whiskey podcast with Jim Belisle. And it left the media. Why they would give this man a podcast is anyone's guess. And there is what could only be a bizarre coincidence or something else. Welcome to the Boots and Whiskey podcast with Jim Belisle. Trap drunk and stupid is no way to go through life, son. Country music and fine moonshine. You look like the vermin-ridden son of a bitch you are. A podcast for everyone in the good old USA and all around the world. Oh, my God. There, over there. The word, the word over there. Quality booze and country music at its best. So you're saying, can you set my country music award on fire? The music... Nice and loud. What
1: we do is if we need that extra push over the cliff, you know what we do? Put it up to a Eleven, month. exactly.
0: You can email the show at bootsandwhiskeypodcast at gmail.com. That's bootsandwhiskeypodcast at gmail.com. And it's just swimming with bow-legged women. All social media can be found at Boots and Whiskey bootsandwhiskeypodcast. The show is great, even if you're sober. Well, my advice to you start drinking heavily. Jim loves his music and his whiskey. A real woman could stop you from drinking. It has to be a real big woman. This is the Boots and Whiskey Podcast with Jim Belisle. Great music, great booze, and fun, even for you non-drinkers. You all want to drink whiskey? I'd like a Coca Cola in a clean glass. Finally, a podcast that lets it all hang out. Let's level with America. Got your boots? Ready for some whiskey? These boots are made for walking.
1: One of these days, these boots are going to walk all over you.
0: And now, the Boots and Whiskey Podcast with Jim Belial.
2: Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Boots and Whiskey Podcast. As always, my name is Jim. Thank you so much for tuning in again this evening. We have a great interview tonight with Faith Shuler. She is an up-and-coming star, and I say star because she's going to be. She's 19 years old, you know, fresh, not even fresh to the music scene in Nashville, but, you know, really grinding, and you're going to hear it in the next hour about where she's come from and how she's doing and why she's doing and all this stuff. And it's, it's great. You know, you're not going to be disappointed with any of it. Um, She's super sweet from Charleston, South Carolina, making her way to Nashville, doing both. Absolutely incredible. But before we get to that, as always, Rowdy Roads, American Grit and Grace, Dirt Road Scholar Supply Company. Thank you all so much for being a part of this show and giving me your full support. You have mine. Thank you so much for everybody that has reached out. You can find us on the social medias, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, all of it. Reach out, interact, would love to hear from you. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, you want to reference somebody, boots and whiskey podcast at gmail.com, would love to hear you. Without further ado, my conversation with Miss Faith Schuler.
1: Enjoy. How are you? Hi. Doing wonderful. How are you doing?
2: I'm doing great. Thank you so much for joining me tonight.
1: Of course, I'm so excited. Thank you for inviting me.
2: Oh, absolutely, absolutely. It's my absolute pleasure. Um, I don't know how much of this you know about, but it's this has been a work in progress getting you on this show.
1: I have heard. I have seen you pop up in my calendar a few different times. So I hear we have done a lot to get this meeting.
2: <laughs> we, we have. Unfortunately, the last time you were supposed to be on, I had a, I had a week I had to go to. So I obviously had to cancel that night. And we've been oh, going back and forth goodness. trying com- to figure things out. But
1: I completely understand. I um, am really sorry to hear that.
2: Ah, it's it's you know it is it is what it is it's part of life I guess um <laughs> but um but welcome thank you so much again for being here um like I told you before this is you know this is your this is your hour this is your time to shine this is all about you so
1: oh you're so sweet well thank you I'm excited Ooh. it's gonna be a lot of fun
2: yeah absolutely so so tell tell me tell us about you let's let's start at the beginning how did you get into all of all of this?
1: All of this craziness. (laughs) Well, (laughs) it started very, very young. Um, I, you know, always loved and appreciated music growing up. And um, I was a dancer for a really long time. And um, I started actually taking dancing lessons when I was two years old. And I felt like I was just constantly surrounded by music. And my mom would sing to me and Um, You know, I would learn so many songs from her and um, I just really grew to appreciate music. And so um, as I got older, you know, I would sing and like any other kid would, I was singing all the Disney songs and um, (laughs) being super obnoxious all the time singing. And one day my babysitter told my mom and she was like, you know, I don't know if you know this, but your five year old can actually sing like like really sing and my mom you know caught on to the fact that i i did have a voice and um so growing up i always had that with me i always loved to sing and um when i was nine years old i started taking piano lessons i decided to stop dancing and focus on music and singing and um I also joined my church um, worship team. I was actually the youngest member to be a part of the adult worship team at my church. And um, that was like the first time I really went on a stage and started singing for people. And I fell in love with it. And um, ever since then, I have been singing and writing music and now I'm working in Nashville. Um I also, you know, still live in Charleston, South Carolina, so I just commute back and forth, but my life has been so wonderful and so many blessings have come my way and I still love singing, if not even more than I did when I was a little girl.
2: That that's incredible because, you know, from what I've seen and what I've read and what I know, you're, you know, again, I'm going to say this and please, it doesn't take away from your talent because it's absolutely spot on and right there. But Thank you. You're relatively young.
1: Yeah, I am. So I'm only 19.
2: Yeah, right. Exactly. And to have the sound that you have already at your age is, I, I can only imagine what you're going to do.
1: Oh, thank you so much. I appreciate that so much. I, um, I always had this like Really powerful voice, and um, when I was younger, I, I discovered my chest voice, and any singer knows what I'm talking about. I mean, it's yeah. like I was compared to Adele, and that was a big thing, you know. And so I oh, yeah. really found that side of my voice. But then I noticed, okay, like I, I I know I have this part of my voice that I really love and enjoy, but um, I started taking vocal lessons about five years ago, and I and working with a wonderful vocal coach and she has helped me really balance out my vocal range and so now like um I I love singing you know in more falsetto and higher higher notes higher keys um and I feel like I've definitely grown and improved and and um, that's just something as a singer, you do. You just learn your voice, you learn what you like and the music you like, and you kind of adapt to that, and you continue to grow,
2: yeah, you know it, it, I you know, I kind of chuckle at myself at how how young you are and how you know, because you sound, like I said, you sound so seasoned and so. <laughs> yeah you know, just like you've been doing it forever.
1: Thank you. I feel like I have. I actually feel like a 60 year old. Sometimes (laughs) I'm like, I need to go to bed. (laughs) Right. But yeah, it's it's fun. I love it. You know, I feel like this year I've just grown so much and I've learned so much and I have talked to so many people just like this, like you and me talking right now. I've had the pleasure and honor of just making so many connections over the past year and I feel like I've learned so much from that as well.
2: Yeah that's good because I mean from from what I've seen and the research I've done like you almost have kind of I don't want to say you've hit superstardom but like you you came out of the gate real strong real fast and you've really become you know in in the world in the country music world the household name almost
1: oh my gosh thank you i (laughs) i appreciate everything you're saying like that is so sweet um it's really refreshing to hear as well because you know i feel like a lot of people it's so easy to just look on social media and be like wow like her life is is great it's this way and this is how it is and um and she's a singer and she gets to go and perform on stage and um, there's a lot more to the music industry and I'm sure you know that just you know being um, a podcast host like I know that you understand the business side of you know the industry and how intense and um, hard it can be um, you're definitely it's like being thrown in with the sharks sometimes and it can be very overwhelming and something that you feel like you're just kind of swimming and swimming and swimming. Um, but I have worked my whole life. I've set myself up for this point, um, just throughout high school. And, um, college and everything, I knew, okay, this is what I want to do. And so I, I've just worked so hard and taught myself so much to get to where I am today. So to hear you say that to me, I mean, it really means the world because it just shows that people are, you know, acknowledging what I've done and acknowledging the work it's taken to get here. And so that's just really amazing. So thank you so much.
2: Sure. You know, and I, and I say that because, you know, I try to announce, you know, who's come. I don't know how much of the my social media you've been paying attention to. If not, that's totally okay. I totally get it. You have other things to do. No,
1: I love it, of, course, of um, course.
2: But I, you know, I try to give everybody like a snippet of who's coming, and you know, like like all day, I I posted about how you know you were going to be on tonight, and I can't tell oh. you, I can't tell you how many messages I got saying wow, I can't believe you got Faith to be on the show. She's oh great. Uh, you know, I'm looking forward to the episode. And it's like, you know, to me, you know, I see all of, you know, I see you guys all the time, right? It's a constant, Yeah. you know, independent up-and-comers. Like, you know, I, I jokingly say, like, you're all my friends at this point because after the hour, I feel like we've become friends.
1: Oh, we um, absolutely have. I don't and- even... I don't even consider connections anymore. Any person that I sit here and have a conversation with, they are absolutely my friend. So yeah. thank
2: Yeah. And, and you know, and, it, and it's it just a testament to you and your talent that, you know, people in the circle know who you are.
1: Right. Yeah. You know, I, <laughs> I think that's so awesome. And, you know, wow, that's so great to hear that people are acknowledging me. And I just, wow, I appreciate anyone that I get the chance to talk to and who believes in me and who wants to sh- help share my story. Because um, you are just doing me a huge favor right now by just having me on here and allowing me to share, you know, who I am. And um, ultimately, that's my goal. I want listeners to listen to my music, but I also want them to get to know me on a deeper level. And I think that it's so amazing that you have this wonderful podcast where you are supporting um, you know independent artists who are up and coming and who are in the same boat that I'm in working hard every day and you're acknowledging us and you're helping us and so that props to you for that that is so so amazing.
2: Oh thank you you know and it, it also gives you and everybody else that comes on you know an opportunity to be like, here, I was on this thing, listen to my story and get it out there, you know, not just me doing it, but you doing it as well.
1: Of course. Yeah. I think that's so cool. I see it as like a collaboration, like the fun and amazing thing about all of this. And I feel like a lot of people since the pandemic have really been honing in on this concept is like, we are here to help each other. We are here to lift each other up and um, support one another. And to me, that is just like so beautiful and amazing to see, um, even if it is like the smallest piece um, of the whole entire puzzle of this whole world, that people are coming together and people are helping one another and believing and encouraging each other. And I, I believe that's what makes the world so wonderful and so beautiful and really really just gives me hope for this you know crazy world so
2: yeah oh no absolutely because you know and and I really appreciate you saying that to me because you know between you and I and I guess everybody else that's going to listen to this there has been in the last you know couple of months that I've been reaching out to people and you know offering my services or people You know, reaching out to me, wanting to be on. You know, there have there have been instances of pushback, which I have found very interesting.
1: (laughs) Really? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Well, you know, people people will do that. Right, and 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 it's fine.
2: Like, I totally get it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it is what it is. But you know, it was very surprising because you know, I started this with zero expectations. You know, I just got sick of talking to myself. So I wondered if (laughs) other people wanted to come on and share their stories because listening to me just ramble was boring.
1: No, it's not true. You've got a story just like everyone else. Your stories deserve (laughs) to be heard too. (laughs) Um,
2: But you know, when, when I started reaching out, you know, I started reaching out to local artists in the Boston area and they were like, yep, absolutely. And then it was like, well, I wonder if there's a bigger audience here and, you know, started reaching out to people that are closer to Nashville and doing all that kind of thing. And it's it's kind of, you know, spread like wildfire, which is which is great.
1: I think that's wonderful. And, you know, um, just the fact and I and I want to inspire whoever's listening, like some people they almost stray away from help. They feel like they don't need help. Like, oh, I can do this by myself. I don't I don't need anyone else's help. I can do this. And um, always accept someone's help. And I have learned this throughout my entire career that whenever someone is reaching out a helping hand and um, shows compassion and shows kindness, I believe those are so beautiful because these are the people who are truly seeing what you're made of, who are truly believing in you and who want to help you. And so, um, the fact that you are going around and lending that helping hand and, um, I hope that people do accept that helping hand. And I hope that people acknowledge, um, what you're doing for everyone because, uh, you know, love is amazing. And I think that spreading that and spreading the positivity and, you know, not being afraid to just shoot your shot and go for it and just see where this wonderful adventure takes you. I, I think that is so amazing. And I honestly think that can help anyone grow more than anything.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And and, and I, I agree with you 100%, you know, but it I'm here to, you know, help. And that's, that's really all I want to do. You know, obviously (laughs) what I love the right person to hear, hear all this and see the hard work and, you know, (laughs) offer me all kinds of things. Absolutely. Well, hard
1: work pays off and people are going to see that. And, you know, the wonderful thing about just talking back and forth, like we're doing right now is people get, get to learn your heart and they feel like they've walked away knowing something more about you. And I think that that right there is making that personal connection, with someone who could be, you know, across the nation, you, you right. don't have to meet them, but you somehow planted that little seed in their heart that says, okay, this person is very interesting. This person is a good person. And, um, you know, so you are definitely making a difference with what you're doing. And I think that hard work more than anything will definitely pay off.
2: Right. And I, I think that's why it's so important to me. And like I, I told you this, this morning and everybody else like this isn't a regular interview style because I you know it's boring to me you know I don't think the audience or the listener gets a (laughs) sense of who you are
1: right and if they don't
2: have a sense of who you really are they're not going to connect to the music as well as they should
1: right no I totally agree with that and sometimes just sitting down and having a conversation is like the best way to get to know someone. And anytime I have a meeting with anyone, I'm always like, well, let's go get some breakfast or let's go sit down. And it's typically like a super casual place, but I just feel like that that is the way you make a true connection with someone is not by being very scripted and coming in with, okay, do you meet, meet all of this criteria, but really just kind of having a conversation and, um, Yeah. So that's awesome.
2: So, so speaking of you doing meetings and meeting people, at what point did you say, you know what, I need to go to Nashville to jump into that water?
1: Oh, it was big. It was big. I, it's kind of odd how my life has just set up. It's, it's very interesting and I'm a person who is very strong in my faith and I believe that everything happens for a reason. And Mm -hmm. uh, my whole life I have uh, worked towards this dream, but I have met people along the way and somehow it's like, I'll meet someone and they'll introduce me to someone else. And then they'll introduce me to someone else and so on and so forth. And um, I was really young. I was 15 or 16 years old um, in Charleston recording with my producer here and we wanted to get some Nashville musicians on a song and he was like oh I've got this guy in Nashville he's awesome and um, I definitely want to send your song to him so he sent my song over and the producer in Nashville he liked me so much he was like I want you to come to Nashville I want to work with you I want to record with you and see what we can do and um 16 year old Faith was like freaking out. I was so excited that I was even going to get invited to go to Nashville or step foot because to me, that is music city. Like that is where, you know, where the stars are, where the people are who are really being successful. And um, so I went and I recorded my first EP called One Love Song at a Time. And it was with my producer, Greg Beek, who's there, and he's awesome. And Greg has just helped me so much and connected we, me with so many different amazing, talented artists and writers and other people in the industry. And so that was kind of the point in my life where I wasn't really planning for it to happen. It wasn't like I was like, okay, I'm going to do this, and then I'm going to do this, and then I'm going to go to Nashville or it wasn't a structured plan. And if anyone knows me, I, I have to be organized. Like I always have to have a plan. I'm like, what are we doing today? What's the schedule? Um, But this was like the one situation in my life that was not planned at all. And um, I just felt called to go to Nashville. I felt, okay, now's my time to, you know, introduce myself to this big scary sea of people (laughs) and um, that's what I did so I went and recorded and ever since I recorded um, I have gone back and forth for a few years now and currently I'm going like almost every month so it's getting crazy.
2: So are you are you planning to make Nashville home anytime soon or is Charleston where you're gonna stay and just commute?
1: So I definitely want to, um, I have a lot of family in Charleston, but also like it's time for this birdie to spread her wings and fly. And <laughs> Good
0: for you, girl. That's
1: right. So I, I have been looking for apartments in Nashville and I'm thinking of um, kind of like a back and forth still situation, but at least I'll have a place to call home there and I'll right. have a place to go and stay and really focus on work because anytime I've ever gone to Nashville, I, I love Nashville and I would love to see more of Nashville. I mm. anytime I've gone though it's I am there for work like I work all week and then I go home and then it's like, okay, well, I really haven't seen you know this part of town yet, but we, we try to as in we, my mom and I, she always goes with me. We try to pick awesome. like at least one spot to be a little tourist for the day.
2: yeah no, <laughs> so we
1: have to work. <laughs>
2: You know, and it's it's actually funny you say that because, you know, my wife and I have been talking about, you know, the podcast and how, you know, I say successful in a term of like, how many people want to be on the show, right? Right. So, you know, we've been talking and she goes, well, what if something happens and, you know, somebody calls and says, hey, can you come for the weekend? Or hey, can you come for some time? Like, what are you going to do? And it's like, well, obviously, I'm gonna go (laughs) (laughs) right um and like you know her and I have talked where if this really gets to be like a thing you know maybe doing like a meet and greet in Nashville because that's where a lot of people I've been talking to are to see you know meet face to face
1: that would be wonderful yeah so cool
2: yeah I mean that's not really out there yet but I mean I just made it out there but I mean but you know that's that could be a year from now. That could be yeah. two years from now. But it's still you know it's something that's talked right. It's a goal. It's something that would be great to see. Um, so I want to talk a little bit about your music because, you, and I'm I'm sorry. I don't mean to keep bringing up your age, but it it still baffles me on how young you are <laughs> and how how talented you are.
1: Thank you.
2: Um, so your songs that you have released,
1: mm-hmm.
2: have you written them yourself? Have you had a colla- uh, collaboration with somebody? Has it been a little bit of both?
1: Yeah. So um, f- starting off, I wrote all of my songs by myself. And that's, um, so the, the, that was my first two songs, which was Who Holds Your Heart and Ain't Even Got a Clue, which if you do some digging, you'll find them. But um, I did get introduced to co-writing mm-hmm. and I absolutely love it. Um, I love writing by myself, but I have written every single one of my songs. I'm a part of writing my songs um, personally. Everyone does it differently. Personally, I love being a part of my writing sessions and um, really digging into the song because I feel like I can connect with it on more of an emotional level. And um, that's really important when you are singing a song and presenting a song is that you connect with it. And so I find that when I'm really a part of the writing process, I connect with the song more and um, which leads to a better performance and all, all of that fun stuff. But I have gotten to write with so many wonderful writers in the industry who I feel that I have just kind of taken a little piece from with every person I've written with, just like their knowledge and learning how other people work in the writing, um, you know, in the writing room and how people think, because not everyone thinks the same, but it's really, really cool when you can come together and like put your brains together and come up with a song out of absolutely nothing to start with and then just create this really awesome song together. And um, being open to each other's ideas is just so cool to me because you never know what you're going to end up with. And someone might have a, an idea that you wouldn't have thought of, or um, you might have an idea that that person wouldn't have thought of. So when you can come together and just really dive in and make an awesome song, I think that you have a better outcome and um, more people can connect with that. And you also got the opportunity to work with more people in the industry.
2: Right. Oh, absolutely. Um you know, because I find it fascinating. Because I see your, I see a lot of you. You know, on my social media, on, uh, you know, through TikTok or Twitter or you know <laughs> whatever, right? You're you're everywhere, and that's great. Um, but I love. I, I can't remember where I see. You know, there's a little video of you talking about bless your heart, about yeah. about um, a song about friend when you have to friends. Oh, when you somebody. put someone
1: in the friend zone.
2: <laughs> right now, now let's you're a sweet innocent girl faith right i am am. right so how how does a how does a song about having to friend zone somebody (laughs) at at such a young age come to be
1: okay so this is the funniest (laughs) part i am so like i am i can say this confidently i am a very nice person that is like my goal in life is just to be genuine to be nice and I I also am a little sassy sometimes, and sometimes I just want to bring that out in a song. And um, I love Miranda Lambert. I feel like she's like my alter ego. I seriously, uh, her songs, I can scream in the car all day. And so going into the right, I got to write the song with Marcus Humman, who is such a well-known, phenomenal songwriter in Nashville. And um, I also wrote it with my producer, Greg Beek. And we sat in the room and we're like, what do we want to write about today? None of us really knew. And all I knew was I wanted something with sass and personality. I'm like, let's just, let's just kind of throw them a curveball. Like let's do something we've never done before. And I was like, well, why don't we write like something kind of funny? And so then I think Greg said something like, oh, what do y'all say in the South? And I was like, oh, bless your heart. And, um, that's just, I'm like, what if we wrote a song called Bless Your Heart? And then Marcus started playing on guitar and it was like this whole big jam session. It just turned out to be this like very, I don't, it was just chaos in the room for like five minutes um, when we were just trying to figure out how we're going to piece this song together. And we were getting really excited about it. But um, obviously if you go and listen to it, it is kind of sassy. It is, you know, lightly putting someone in the friend zone, it's like, oh, bless your heart, you know? Yeah, um, well, it,
2: it makes me laugh because <laughs> um, one of my, what, uh, somebody I work with who has become a dear, dear friend, she's from um, the South Carolina, Georgia yeah. area, right? And anytime I screw anything up or say something stupid, that's her go to line.
1: Yeah it's everyone's go-to line it's and that's the funny part about it is because when you say it you don't really like you don't really mean it i guess i mean some people do but it's more of just like a funny humorous lighthearted saying here and so i wasn't trying to like i don't know it it was very lighthearted. i wanted it to come across more like humorous and funny than like taking a jab yeah. um but i i love how it turned out i think it was so much fun and it just kind of showed like a sassy side of me that I don't often show. Um, but for, for the purpose of just giving someone a good laugh and hopefully, you know, putting a smile on their face, I, that was kind of the goal with this song.
2: <laughs> well, it, it worked. It really, really Good. Did. Good. You know, it's it's fantastic, and thank it's you. it's one of those like you can listen to that song, you know, over and over <laughs> again, and and not get sick of it, which is fun.
1: oh my goodness, thank you. I'm glad sure. you like it.
2: <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, so with that, right? When does the whole thing? When does the whole project gonna gonna finally see the light of day and hit all the ears it should?
1: Yeah, so we. I have a lot of stuff planned, and you know, I have so many songs written that I, I really adore and I love, and obviously I'm a little biased, but I always try to pick like my favorite song out of a batch, and I'll just focus on those in the recording studio, and I have some new ones I've been working on, and they are like a little bit different, um, and I feel like I'm really starting to connect with who I want to be as an artist and like what my sound is, um, and what I want that to look like. And, um, of course, it's up to the fans what they like to listen to but um, this project that i'm working on eventually i would love 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 to release an album i'm just hoping to have a little bit more of a team around me um, whether that's a label or some kind of group helping me to really piece together and promote this album because a Mm -hmm. lot of a lot of the music industry is about promotion it's about getting it in front of the fans so the fans then can listen to it. And um, of course, we have TikTok now and Instagram and all these crazy platforms where your videos can go viral and things like that. And so when I do an album, I want it to be like the album. Like I sure. want it to be like iconic. Like this was Faith Shuler's first album. And I want people to be listening to this like in 30 years and being like, wow, this was one of Faith's best albums. And with that said, that is a lot of pressure on one person, so oh, I'm sure. I, I'm waiting kind of to just see when the right time for an album would be, um, but I do know that what I have in the works is just to continue to release singles and also hopefully working towards maybe another EP um, And until I grow and get to that point where I'm like, okay, I'm ready to put out my first album. That's awesome. Thank you. That's I'm really great. For it.
2: Yeah. I mean, you should be, you know, cause everything that, that I've listened to and that you've put out, you know, to date, like I've said, is, is, has really been fantastic.
1: Thank you. Thank you so much. It's taken an army for sure. It's definitely, um, taken my small army, I should say, but we are powerful and I have some awesome people who are just, uh, they have my back and they want to see me succeed and they, I want to watch them, you know, flourish. And so we all just help each other and have fun with it and really create some awesome music together.
2: Yeah. You know, I'm I'm kind of looking at some numbers now. And, you know, for an independent artist like yourself, I mean, you have you know, I I go through everything through Spotify. So if the numbers are a little (laughs) off altogether, you know, I apologize. But Spotify is for me the easiest thing to use and find people because right. of the way, it, the way it tracks everybody down. But I mean, you have, you have a song on here, Ever Yours, that is at 151,000, yeah. almost 152,000 <laughs> listens.
1: Yeah, it's crazy. I, like that's,
2: that's incredible.
1: Thank you. I had um, the pleasure of working with Greg keys my friend from who's also from Charleston we did that one together and I think it's just something different for me it was definitely more of a pop song and more of like a collaboration it was the first ever pop collab I ever did and Mm -hmm. I think people really liked it and I got to create some fun stuff with that like I had like a little replay ever yours bracelet made and Um, just found unique ways to promote the song and get it in front of, you know, more of an audience. And Mm -hmm. I think they really enjoyed it. It's safe to say they're enjoying it. And hopefully, um, you know, they will continue to enjoy my music and want to just watch me on this crazy, awesome journey.
2: Yeah. So would you say Greg is kind of like, you know, a big part of, you know, your coming out you know, because I see here that, you know, you've done a few things with him now at this point.
1: Right. So we do have two songs together. And Greg, he is a fantastic um, pop artist. He has this wonderful band that I've gotten the pleasure to work with on multiple occasions. And we have just helped each other and really supported each other throughout the past few years. And I think it's awesome when artists can come together and just support one another and Um, really, truly be happy for each other. And um, so, yeah, Greg has played a huge role in just, you know, being a friend and also being a partner. Um, And he's awesome. And I'm so proud of what he's doing. And um, hopefully we will get to continue to do things in the future and maybe come back for another collab later on. That would be kind of fun. So.
2: Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, it's great you know I know I keep saying that and I'm not just saying that to say it because you're on. like if it, if it wasn't I I you know probably wouldn't push it as much as I do
1: oh thank you um
2: you're welcome but um so when you're you know in town and when I say in town I mean Nashville um what where are you playing how are what's what's that look like is it easy for you to get gigs is it you know is it harder because you're not of going into bars age yet or does that yeah. not matter
1: i'm actually glad you brought that up because it it can be hard um being under 21 in a town that just full of people who play in bars and so um in order to kind of like go in a maybe alternate route i've definitely focused on the recording aspect of things i think you can make it in so many different ways i think that whichever way you think is your way, that's the way you should go. And personally, I have believed for myself that, okay, if I record and I focus on recording, I can reach a ton of people all over the world. And um, everyone can enjoy my music. But there's also something about making that live connection with your fans. And um, since I went to Nashville, I mean, the pandemic has been what, like, two two years now almost Um, yeah so i went to nashville like just a little bit before the pandemic um started and so i didn't really get the opportunity which makes me even younger so i didn't get the, the opportunity to go and really perform places before but now um i am going back and things are opening up so i would love to be a part of some writers rounds Um, and now I have a lot more music to show, which is a bonus because before, um, you know, recording in the, in Nashville for the first time, I didn't have that many songs, but now I have a pretty good amount of music that I can present and show and, um, hopefully give people an insight on who I am as an artist. And so I would love to go to a writer's round and, um, multiple writers rounds and be able to perform that so hopefully very soon I'll have yep. some more shows in Nashville
2: so are you are you not allowed to play in the bars in lower Broadway because of your age or is that just is this just a choice you've decided to
1: make um a little bit of both okay. um definitely I feel like I've worked so intensely on the recording aspect of things and really uh putting out music through platforms I still love doing shows I oftentimes do shows like festivals and events and um, I love to open for people I've opened for a few artists or been a part of radio station events now Mm -hmm. that is different if a radio station event is holding um, an event like in a bar setting then oftentimes I will be able to go perform Mm -hmm. Um, but I haven't really tried to just go and see if a bar will hire me yet. Um, Sure. I pretty much just work, have been working with like stations and things like that to get shows because they're a lot easier to promote. And there's just a whole team that goes into like promoting those shows. So I know that, you know, people are really going to show up and want to watch me and all that fun stuff.
2: Oh, that's great. I mean, as long, you know, it's, I, you're the first person i've talked to that is under you know 21 that is doing this as a career so it's you know it's it's awesome to hear these stories and to kind of get a different perspective of what's right you know what you see rather than what you know somebody who is 21 or older sees because it's It's obviously a much different world right
1: yeah it is different and there i believe there are so many ways to go about it some people choose to go on like talent shows some people choose to strictly perform live and some people choose the best of both worlds and do a lot of recording and also perform live and um there are so many ways now that i feel that you can take to be successful and um personally i've had to kind of work a little bit around that just because of my age and trying to figure out what works best for me. And I think I'm getting a pretty good system down now. So I, I kind of know like, okay, I know if I keep putting out music and then if I play at this festival, that's coming up, like hopefully that'll get people excited. There'll be a large crowd and um, it'll just help get my name out there more.
2: Yeah, no, absolutely. And I, you know, it's, it's, it's a work. It's, you know, it's a, it's a grind with, yeah, Anything you do.
1: Absolutely. You're right. You were yeah. right about that.
2: Um, so I need to ask, because I've stumbled across it quite a bit. Okay. What is your... How How did you build this relationship with Jimmy Allen?
1: Okay. <laughs> Jimmy is a funny dude. I He is so cool. I seriously love that guy. But I will tell you how the whole thing kind of started. So my manager knows jimmy and they were friends they've been friends for a little while now i'm not even sure like if they know how they met i think it was just through like social media and then they became buddies who just like check in on each other and um jimmy wanted to meet me and so he was like faith i'm coming to perform oh well backtrack i did get to like zoom with jimmy so that's how we initially met was like through a zoom call and he gave me a lot of great advice we got to talk and then um he was like well i have a show in charleston i'd love you know for you to come so i was so excited that jimmy allen invited me to his concert still can't get over it (laughs) so i'm thinking okay i i get free tickets i get to go i get to watch them and this is going to be great and i get to finally see jimmy live and so i go and when I tell you this man treated me like royalty the entire night, he was just so sweet, so genuine. Um, he, you know, was hanging out with me in the green room a good bit and was talking to me. And it, I mean, he, I got to know so much about him and um, truly learn about, you know, what it, it has taken for him to get to this point in his life. And to me, that's like, Wow uh he has really worked so hard and one of the most hardworking people I know so um that's kind of how like the whole friendship began and um ever since then he's just continued to be so awesome and so supportive of me and um he's really become like a mentor to me so it's really cool to to meet him and to be able to hear his story
2: that's awesome. And I, and I saw somewhere, I think it was on YouTube, that he gave you a shout-out at a show. Yes! It was, it was, yeah.
1: I told you, he treated me like a queen. Like, he goes above and beyond. Um, I had a show, or not a show, I had a song coming out the night of his show. And so it was just a, a night to remember for me, just because I had so much going on, and so, so many exciting things happening. And um, I told Jimmy, and he knew my song was coming out. And he was like, oh, I'll check it out. I'll check it out when it when it comes out. And so I was like, okay. Um, but little half did I know.
2: Half expecting him never to listen. Right? <laughs> yeah,
1: little did I know but... he's going to go on the stage and announce to everyone that my song was coming out that night. And so it's just moments like that that you are going to look back and remember for the rest of your life. And um, I just appreciate anyone who has – Uh, supported me especially from an early stage in this career and who have seen my potential and who want to watch me grow and most of all who helped me and so yeah I will remember that for the rest of my life
2: well so now this is like twofold for me because I hope and I'm sure Jeff will listen to this episode (laughs) And when he does, I hope he realizes and sees how easy and laid back and accepting <laughs> this show is. And now that I know he has that connection, you bet your ass, sorry, <laughs> that I am going to be haunting Jeff to get me in contact with Jimmy Allen.
1: <laughs> hey, now, Jeff is a connected man. He can, he can help you. I can help yeah. you. I mean, Jimmy, he's so yeah. awesome. And um, he is like one of the most genuine people I've honestly ever met so I know he loves to do stuff like this and yeah definitely we'll see we'll see what we can do (laughs) that would
2: be you know because you know that's my whole thing right like obviously like I love talking to you guys the independent artists the ones that are up and coming but like if a Jimmy Allen of the world were to be like yeah I'll be on your show like what am I going to say? No, like, no, <laughs> no, dude. You're
1: going to get excited. That's what I'm going to do. <laughs>
2: right. Because, you know, like stuff like that has already sort of happened for me where um, I don't want to give too much away, but I have a guest coming on very soon. Ooh. That was, I'll say, I'll, I'll give you a little snippet.
1: Okay.
2: He, he was very close to one of the greatest country music artists of all time. Okay. Um, and he just wrote a book about his life with this person. This person, unfortunately, huh. is no longer with us. Okay. But he's going to come on the show and tell his story about his life with this person.
1: Wow. That is yeah. so awesome. I'm excited. Now, I'm not
2: trying to, like, give cliffhangers or anything like that, but, like. You Know a date hasn't been firmly set, but it is happening.
1: It's that's fantastic. That and is when, so good. Good for you. We, that's amazing.
2: Yeah. When we get off this call, I'll just shoot you a text on who it is and what it's all about. But, <laughs> I
1: can't wait. I can't. Um,
2: <laughs> but yeah, like, and I and I love that sort of thing because it's all this is all happening so organically, like, like your introduction to Jimmy Allen,
1: right? It's I'm never you never in a million years would I have thought that I'd be sitting they're talking to Jimmy Allen, talking about like life advice and cracking jokes with him. And um, it's just really kind of setting everything uh, in, in perspective for me because I'm like, okay, this is like the life I want to have, like the life where I get to have, you know, friends like this in the life where I get to, you know, learn things from them who these people, like they are professionals. They are very good at what they do. They're very educated and um, you can learn a lot from them. And so I want to do that for someone son- someday. I want to be that person who helps, you know, someone else out just the way Jimmy has helped me just the way Marcus has helped me or anyone else in this industry has helped me. And so um, it just it's really special and um, really awesome to see see all that come together.
2: I mean, not not to keep pushing the thing, but if you if you were to contact Jimmy and say, Hey, you should go <laughs> on this show and he wants to, I am I will literally clear a schedule for that.
1: Okay, I um. will. I definitely <laughs> will shoot my shot for you. I, I will.
2: Hey, whatever. And if you can't if we, we fall short, <laughs> we fall short. What the hell? You know? But like that's what I've noticed is that, you know, all of the a lot of these interviews I've asked for. And, you know. I would say ninety five percent of the interviews I have scheduled are all based on asking, and you don't know unless you ask.
1: Hey, the worst answer you could ever get is no. right and or right. That's okay. exactly.
2: And you know with with that being said, you know, hopefully fingers crossed it happens, you know I have there is a very, you know, a national touring act that is coming through this weekend that I've kind of gotten into some, some things that, you know, I might be able to interview them on Sunday. So I'm hoping that happens too. So, you know, things are kind of moving along and progressing.
1: It happens like that. I'm telling you, I will be praying for you. I, you know, wish nothing but blessings and (laughs) so many wonderful things your way, because just like anyone else in the industry, like you, you, are striving towards something, you have goals. And if you keep that in your mindset, like I promise you, you are you are going to reach it.
2: Yeah, and it's same with you. You know, you're, Thank you. you know, you're, I can't, like it, it blows my mind, on, you know, again, how young you are in <laughs> the level of talent that in two years, five years, 10 years, you know, your songs are great now based on your life events just imagine when you know you get a little older and go through a little more, and like what those songs are gonna sound like. You're gonna, you know, you're gonna bring tears to grown men's eyes.
1: <laughs> oh my gosh, you're so sweet. Thank you. I I'm excited for it. You know, you live life, you learn, and you write songs about it. Quote right. by Faye Schuller.
2: Right, right. Well, uh, we're just gonna patent that and. <laughs> that's going to be, that's going to be a tattoo one day.
1: That is, that is, remember this episode. Yeah.
2: Um, so a few more things before I let you go here. Um, now I have, I, I have kind of like generic, you know, typical podcast questions that I typically ask, um, one of which does not pertain to you because you're 19 and I'm sure everybody is sick of me saying that at this point but I'm I'm just blown away Um, thank you uh, so usually that question is about what kind of whiskey you like and what kind of whiskey you drink but I know you're a good girl and you've never had alcohol Mm -hmm. before so we're just gonna skip that one
1: yep skip skip
2: (laughs) and the other one I really love to ask is you know you have you have some great fashion.
1: Thank you. <laughs> you're welcome. Like I've seen
2: the runway pictures, I've seen the photo shoots for "Bless Your Heart." Like, you, you know, you've got it all. You, you, you know, you, you know. I'm very. I'm being very careful with how I say this to so not all like a creep, but okay. you know, you're gorgeous. Okay. Thank and you, you. You know, you wear it well, right? Thank
1: you. I appreciate that.
2: And. My wife, when she hears this is going to hate that I said that because she's already, she's already said, you know, that girl you're talking to, tonight she's really pretty. Oh,
1: well, <laughs> your wife is beautiful.
2: Thanks.
1: <laughs> hey, wife, uh, you are beautiful. Uh, and it's and all, she, all nice, all nice, right. all nice she, and friendly.
2: She is, she's, she's absolutely fantastic. Um, but with that, with your fashion, you know, because we are, you know, boots is in our name. What is your brand of boots? that you like the most.
1: Oh wow. This is a really 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 hard question. Um
2: Careful because you're going to piss somebody off. No, I'm I just... <laughs>
1: am. I am. I am. Wow, I don't know. So I I have a pair of freebirds that I just really really love. Okay. Um and I actually wore them in one of my music videos. It was my first music video. And so Freebirds are really good, and then I also, I know this isn't technically a boot brand, but I feel like I at least something about it, because I wear the same Gianni beanie, like, short, white boots, and I wear them, like, every single day, and so, and to, like, my performances, and they're so comfortable, so I know it's not technically, like, an official Western boot brand, but I, I have to say, those are my favorite pair of boots that I own
2: nice that's awesome are they comfortable
1: at least oh oh my gosh so comfortable I will like wear these things to like the grocery store that's awesome yes
2: (laughs) I you know I found you know I've just started over the last you know throughout the pandemic I've just started to get used to wearing boots because my wife had gotten me boots right before the pandemic started for my birthday
1: oh yeah she knows how to do, do that right
2: yeah she does and so like I put them on like once and I was like, this is for the birds. This is the worst thing ever. And she's like, oh, you got to get no. used to them. You got to break them in. But then the world shut down and I had nowhere to go.
1: Well, you can wear them around your house. Do what well, I, I do. I,
2: I did. And then now, you know, I wear, a, I have to wear a suit to work. So like, those are my dress oh. shoes. My boots are my dress shoes because I've matched my clothes with them. So
1: that's it's, is- it's awesome. That is what we do. We match the clothes to the boots. That yeah. is how well, I do every outfit. Now, I when
2: I say, when I say I did it, my wife did it. Let's well, not be crazy.
1: Yeah, we got to give the wife credit, okay? Yeah. She is she is your designer, she is your stylist. Um, that's pretty much what all women do for their husbands. No, I'm pretty, you know, pretty positive
2: with my style. I'm sure she doesn't want any credit for that. She she <laughs> no, tells me all the gosh. time that I, that I dress like I'm going to take the SATs all the time because oh, it's cargo shorts and a t-shirt and a baseball hat. So,
1: Hey, comfort is key.
2: Right. Right. That's what I say. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yeah.
2: All right. And then my last question for you, so you can get on with your night and doing whatever, you, whatever you need to do. Um, what is your dream stage at this point in your career?
1: Um, wow, that is a that's a big question, because I have a few. And can I say like two?
2: You can say three. seven. I don't care, okay. Babe, I told you this is this is your time.
1: Okay, so these are my stages that, like, if I were to go step foot on these stages, I would probably faint. Um, first, coming in at the very top is the Grand Ole Opry. Yeah. Um so many amazing, very iconic, legendary people have stepped on that stage and um that would be a huge honor to even be able to step in that circle and perform. So that's like my top and then I would also have to say uh the CMA Awards, which would be so fun, and then the CMA Fest yeah. in Nashville, which would be very 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 awesome. So that that's like my top 3 stages that I would I would love to perform on one day.
2: Yeah, you know, I I've always wanted to go to CMA Fest, but you know, I my wife and I we went to Nashville for our honeymoon 3 years ago now, and it was a it was a circus. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, I can only yes. imagine. You know, during the week, du- you know, during nothing going on, I can only imagine what it would be like there during that.
1: Oh, it, I'm sure it, it's insane. Um, Nashville alone is already crazy. So uh, with a huge event, like I'm sure everything shuts down. People are everywhere. Um, but that's the fun in it. That's right. that is the amazing thing. And I really believe the people make the stage, if that makes sense. Like right. if, if it's not without the the people then it would just be a stage or if it is without the people it would just be a stage so the people and the environment is what makes the stage so fun and amazing so that's why it's like one of my biggest dreams.
2: yeah and you know i can't it must be such a thrill to be down there in lower broadway and you know walk into tootsies or the stage or or wherever. And then, you know, a big artist that's there playing the fest is also playing a small set on, on one of those stages. And to be able to see that must be,
1: you yeah. know, nuts.
2: It must be yeah. nuts.
1: Oh, you never know who you're going to meet in Nashville or who's playing where. Or, I mean, it's crazy. It's crazy town, but it's awesome. I love it.
2: Right. And that's, that. you know, and that's another reason why, you know, it's so important to me for my guests and myself to you know, have the most honest conversation and do this, these shows as best we can, because you never know who's listening. You never know who's right. You know, like people know when you're being disingenuous, right. You know, so to, so to be you and you have been you over the last hour and I can't thank you enough for, for being so sweet and so kind and so generous with your time. I really, really appreciate it.
1: Oh, thank you so much. I appreciate you and thank you. This has been an honor and I am going to be supporting this podcast forever. So thank you so much.
2: Thank you, Faith. I I really, again, I, you know, I know I've said it, but I really appreciate your time and I, I really can't wait to, uh, to talk to you again in the near future, hopefully.
1: Of course. Anytime. Just let me know.
2: Awesome. Thank you so much for your time and enjoy the rest of your evening.
1: You as well. Bye.
2: Thanks. Bye. Well, there you have it. What a great conversation with faith. Again, thank you so much, faith. You're such a sweetheart. I cannot wait to talk to you again about the next big adventure. Thank you so much for taking your time with me tonight. It, it was a blast. You're very friendly. You know, I, I now have a friend, in you and I appreciate that. Um, for everybody else, I hope you enjoyed again social media: Instagram at Boots and Whiskey Podcast, Facebook at Boots and Whiskey Podcast, Twitter at Boots Whiskey, email boots and whiskey podcast at gmail.com, TikTok at Boots and Whiskey Podcast. You know how to find it by now. I hope. Um, if you wanna contribute to the show, make a little donation. Our Venmo is at Boots and Whiskey Podcast. You'll just see the logo. You'll know it's us. Thank you for any of that, just to help get this show a little bit bigger, a little bit more more fun. Um, Not that it's not already, but any little bit helps. And my family and I appreciate any sort of help and donations you can give us to continue this show and make it the best we can for you. So until next time, Remember, keep your boots on the ground, that whiskey in the glass. Thank you so much for tuning in. Have a wonderful evening. Good night, everyone.